Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. I am your host, Jeff Meller. As I am here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on ESPN 1000, 312-332-3776. You can also hit me up on Twitter, them at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. You can uh, watch, follow along on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago in the Twitch channel. You can uh, hit your questions there as well. Tyler Aki's monitoring that for me back at the shop. And I do want to start today to note... The way I woke up Friday morning, I'm sure like many folks out there who are listening right now to the devastating news of the death of Demarius Thomas at what feels like the impossibly young age at 33. Just brutal to hear about a guy who in the, you know, if you're a football fan, you've watched him play, you watched him play his entire career and saw him do just some dynamic things. And of course, in this realm of fantasy football, where we lose ourselves and have fun. You know, he provided a great deal of joy for a lot of people out there. And then to hear all the stories come flooding in about, forget the fact that he was a phenomenal football player and he will be honored today at the Broncos game, but all the stories about how he was actually a better person for all the philanthropic work he did in the community, just a devastating loss. And, you know, if you if you play the fantasy football long enough, chances are that you probably had Demarius Thomas on your team once or twice. And if you if you were fortunate enough to get him a few times, you probably kept going back to him because he always seemed to deliver. He had a four year stretch from twenty twelve through twenty fifteen where he was in the conversation for the number one guy off the board. And so just just a terrible, terrible loss for the football fan out there, for the person who plays fantasy football, for all the Denver Broncos fans who Loved him. I mean, just just terrible. So I wanted to take a brief moment just to remember some of the amazing moments that he provided for all the football fans out there. The Broncos have been in three overtime games this year. They won them all. Got him. Got him at the 40. It's Thomas at the 50. Stiffer got him three to the 30. To the 20. Thomas to the 10. Dippers going on the New England. Third down a goal for the nine. Paint empty backfield. Three man rush. He bounces around. He throws. DT is there. Are they going to say touchdown? Touchdown. Demarius Thomas. Move over Brett Favre and make room for the new king. Peyton Manning now has more touchdown passes than any other player in NFL history. Manning. Touchdown and the record. And there's the record, another one. <laughs> when it's said and done, he may have them all. Peyton Manning, a 
has now thrown for more yards in a single season than any other quarterback in NFL history. Manning facing a four-man rush, sets in the pocket, looks to the end zone, floats one to the end zone. Thomas with the one-handed catch. Touchdown, Denver. The catch of the year by Demarius Thomas. He looked a little bit like an NBA small forward going up for a rebound in the back of the end zone. This uh, world will be uh, a little bit uh, less full of light with Marius Thomas no longer in this world. At the age of 33, I uh, was exchanging checks, uh, text with some friends about it uh, on Friday morning. And uh, one of my buddies said, hey, welcome to this news. You know, I never had him on a fantasy team, but there were plenty of years that I wish I did. And I think that's the way a lot of people felt about Demarius Thomas. And like I said, um, sometimes you follow athletes and you, you know, you can be disappointed when you learn about their personal lives. Demarius Thomas was not one of those people. He was truly a very great person. And so sad, sad news about his death on Friday morning. So, but on to the actual game that we play. And one of the reasons we were so, uh, you know, enamored with Demarius Thomas, it is week 14. So let's uh, move on and get things underway. It's time to get things underway. On the Fantasy Football Show, Jeff Miller gets it going with First and Ten. All right, I think the best place to start is with the return of, is he a receiver? Is he a running back? Let's discuss. Garoppolo has time, stands in, going deep, going for it. Oh, and it's caught for the touchdown on fourth down, Debo Samuel for six. Debo Samuel returns from that groin injury, expected to play per Adam Schefter. That is good news for all the Debo owners out there, especially if you're in a must-win situation week 14. If you're playing for the playoffs, Debo is going to essentially, or we're expecting him to be active. So that is very good news. And with Elijah Mitchell out for the 49ers, you have to conclude that Debo Mitchell, I'm sorry, Debo Samuel will probably see plenty of carries as well as long as he is able to go. Get him locked and loaded right back into your lineup. They let me. They y'all act like I left them my own. Golly, I didn't do it. Shoot, I'm just. If I could have stayed, I could have stayed. If I if I can't, they didn't want me like that ex girlfriend. Shoot, I gotta go. But you know, glad I got a rebound. It was the Lions. They picked me up. You know what I mean? Now they feeding me good, taking me to dinners. You know what I mean? Another man's treasure. Another man's treasure. Gotta love uh, that high, that uh, soundbite from Jamal Williams whenever we have, we have an opportunity to play it. Uh, he unfortunately, though, has been placed on the COVID list for the Lions, and that's probably a bigger issue for the team as a whole. Certainly, Jamal Williams is going to be out, but the issue, I think, is the fact that they have now placed six players on the COVID list. They're also dealing with a flu outbreak. Six people within the organization are also sick with the flu. They could have a real roster crunch today against Denver, so... If you're asking me which running back to turn to at this point, I guess Igwe Buike, but I'm I want no part of it if you can step away from the Lions situation because this is this this feels like it could be one of those point of no returns where just too many people are out and the team that the Lions put on the field is not going to be an actual NFL team. So certainly I think the move here too is if you're Looking at the Broncos situation, I think this sets up well for Javante Williams because this could be 
an area where the Den- where Denver's just kind of running the clock out, trying to get it over with with a pretty solid lead in the Lions without much offensively to garner. So I think Javante Williams is still locked in, even though Melvin Gordon is poss- as a possibility to play. And he's going to be a game-time decision. But I think what we saw from Javante Williams is that he clearly last week showed he could be a featured back. I'd be surprised if Melvin Gordon goes right back to leading with touches. They were close to 50-50 most weeks, but Javante Williams was usually right on his heels. Gordon oftentimes would be have a slight edge. I think at the very least, Javante Williams gets the slight edge in this case. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if Javante Williams sees close to 20 touches after what he showed you last week against Kansas City. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play him against a depleted Detroit Lions team. Second and goal. Kissing. Has a touchdown. Has two touchdowns now into the end zone. J.D. McKissick for Washington. All right. So especially if you're in PPR formats, I think the hope was that maybe you could plug J.D. McKissick back into your lineup. That is not the case. He's still dealing with issues. He's still in concussion protocol. He will not play for football team today, which means that uh, Antonio Gibson, he look, he's he's a top four, top three play right now for Washington and, and running backs out there. So without McKissick on the uh, active roster today, Antonio Gibson, all systems go. They've got the extra lineman in. Here is Gaskin, and he walks in for the touchdown. The Miami Dolphins off to a red-hot start in Santa Clara. So the Dolphins have the bye, so that's probably the – you didn't really have to make any huge moves, but Miles Gaskin has been placed in COVID protocol, as well as Selvin Ahmed. So just keep something to keep an eye on for your playoffs. As you look ahead, you may have to have preparations. I know we always like to think, oh – you, you hope it's just going to be one week, but you never know. So I think that's something to keep an eye on, especially because it was late in the week this week. You, if you're counting on using Miles Gaskin next week, just be prepared. That may not be a possibility for you, along with the Dolphins. The Colts, Patriots, and Eagles are on by. So um, make sure that you're aware of that and keeping tabs on your roster today. But again, Miles Gaskin placed into COVID protocol, along with his direct backup, Selvin Ahmed. Snap bit to his right. Herbert is being chased, thrown on the run, and it is caught. Touchdown, Keenan Allen. What a grab as Herbert extends, and Allen goes and gets it, and the Chargers score first. Uh, there's another one who is in COVID. Keenan Allen not going to be available for the Chargers today. They do have a little bit of positive news, though, in that right, – with the phrasing of positive, I should be careful. They had they received good news though because Mike Williams has been out. He's been removed from COVID protocol. He was a close contact, I would assume, because of that receivers room of Keenan Allen. Um, he was deemed a close contact initially. Was unsure whether or not he was going to play, but he has he has now come out of COVID protocol, so he will be available for the Chargers today against the Giants and Justin Herbert, which is, I think, critical because I think a lot of people were on the fence about what they wanted to do with Herbert if both Williams and Allen were going to be out. I think with Williams back in the lineup, you have to probably start Justin Herbert in most leagues. First and goal at the two, Henderson with the carry, fighting for the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown, and the Rams have likely just salted away a 2-0 start with a win on the road. Yep, there's another uh, COVID protocol. Daryl Henderson is going to be unavailable for the Rams tomorrow night against the Arizona Cardinals, which means that 
looks pretty promising for Sony Michelle, but I'll I'll offer up the caveat: be careful because this is a Monday night game, and you know I I always get concerned about players playing the same position for a guy who enters COVID protocol because of close contact, like we just saw with Mike Williams, and the fact that this has now come up so close to their game on Monday. We could see a scenario where Sony Michelle is forced into protocol, whether or not you know he even um, is positive. So it looks like a really good opportunity to start Sony, Sony Michelle on Monday, but you're going to have to be careful and just be aware it's a possibility. I don't know if you don't have you know an option to fall back on Monday night. What would the options be? I mean, that's that gets a little bit you know hard to wade through. But I guess I'll mention Chase Edmonds is returning for Arizona in that same game. Although I expect James Conner to be continue along with more of the featured back role. Chase Edmonds, before he got injured, was, for the most part, leading Arizona in touches. It was more the goal line aspect that James Conner was really excelling in. Since Edmonds has been gone, Conner has uh, really taken advantage and provided a, a uh, real lead back for Arizona. So maybe if you have Edmonds on your roster to turn to, if Michelle can't, for some reason, can't go. Again, I'm getting very speculative and way ahead of myself. I'm just trying to give you, though, scenarios that I'm thinking through as possibilities. But Daryl Henderson ruled out for the Rams. Uh, looks good right now for Sony Michelle if you wanted to use him this week. Second and ten. Toss to Pollard. Okay, so Tony Pollard is going to try and give it a go today. We will see, but I don't know. It doesn't sound very encouraging right now. Ezekiel Elliott obviously hasn't been his best self. You have to wonder if all the carries have finally caught up to him. But Tony Pollard is dealing with his own issues, and he, even though he did not practice all week, the hope is that he might be able to go for them today. I don't know if I would really feel great about using him, though. If you If you have anything else at this point, I would probably consider going elsewhere because I just, when you're getting all these, uh, when you're getting the speculation that, you know, it's going to be up in the air about whether or not he's going to be able to go, uh, you know, even if he is active, I guess the, the good news is it's a noon game, but even if he's active, I don't really feel great about what I've heard and read. So it's one of those situations where because he's already splitting some touches with Elliot uh, at this point, if he's hobbled, I would probably look for alternatives, if at all possible, for you. All right, 312-332-3776. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Miller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. All of your lineup dilemmas next. The Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Miller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. lineup so get him into your fantasy lineup as well no need to continue putting him on the bench when he's active he is a must start that is how i approach my superstars so that is uh, another player 
that I did not mention at the top that should go without saying. You start him when he's active, so get him in your lineup as well. Let's get things started, though. This is the Fantasy Football Show. I am Jeff Meller, and uh, this is where we take your calls with all your fantasy football questions and dilemmas. Try and help you get a win and of course week 14 so a lot of people need this win to get into their playoffs and that's what we're here for let's get things started with ali who is in rogers park hey ali you're on espn 1000 hey jeff how's it going man thank you very much for taking my call uh wanted to say thanks for the demarius thomas tribute uh one of my great fantasy players that i've won at least two titles with so uh, i appreciate that um, yeah, no, I think we I, I think we all feel uh, feel the same way about that, Ali. Definitely, man. Um, so I got I'm gonna try to squeeze two in, and I hope you can help me out here. Wide receiver, I got Mooney, Hopkins, DK, or Cooper, full point PPR. I need two from those four. And okay. running back, I well, hold on, Ali. Let uh, me say, Ali. Oh, let's go. Oh, uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Hopkins and Cooper. I'm just you know. It's tough right now with the way Seattle's, you know, I, Mooney, like the other three are pretty clear cut above, above Mooney for me at this point. Um, and then, you know, I just, uh, I, I can't trust Seattle's offense right now. So I'd go well, Hopkins and Amari Cooper. I don't know, especially with uh, Wilson still his finger. I think his finger's still bothering him. I don't think yeah. he's getting the ball out as much as, as much as he would like. And then at Agreed. running back, I got Montgomery, Hubbard, Pollard, Fournette. Yeah. Sorry. So David Montgomery, Leonard Fournette, Chuba Hubbard, and Pollard. I need two from the and, four. Yeah, that's pretty easy for me, Ali. I would go with Montgomery, Montgomery and Fournette. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, and, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's tough. Like like Hubbard, you know, he's had the opportunity earlier in the season to do to do damage, and he really hasn't done a whole yeah, lot. I mean, I I, I expect him to get you know fifteen touches. But um, Amir Abdullah also is somebody who we have to be concerned about being worked in to the mix for the Panthers, especially in the receiving game. So, you know, when you've got Montgomery and Fournette, it's uh, pretty easy. Let's go to Tom, who is in Bridgeport this morning. Tommy, what's going on? Morning, Jeff. How are you? Uh, I need two of these four and none PPR. Brendan Ayuk, which uh, Samuel's coming back, Jerry yep. Judy, Mooney, or Valdez Scanning. And would you, would you drop any of them for the pickup, uh, Brendan Cooks? Boy, Cooks is interesting. Obviously, Davis Mills makes things – it gives a, it, it gives you a little bit of headache. But I think I would pick up Cooks because if you remember, when we did see Davis Mills, even though he wasn't very productive, he really did lock in on Brandon Cooks. So even though it's – I don't expect the passing game – to be better necessarily without Tyrod Taylor. I do think Cooks um, is might Davis Mills still may continue to lock in on him. So that could be good for fantasy purposes. Not sure if I, I would, I would want to use Cooks this week, but I would right. definitely pick him up. I think I, I would drop uh, MVS Marquez Valdez Scantling. He look, if he's not scoring a long touchdown for you and that's so inconsistent, it's, it's really hard to pick when you think he might do that. So I don't love starting Scantling. So I would pick up Cooks and drop Scantling. And then of the options to start this week, I would start Ayuk, and I think I would go with Mooney. I just Teddy Bridgewater, you know, don't love what I see from him in the passing game. So I would go with Ayuk and Mooney over Judy. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jeff. All right, thank you, Tom. Appreciate the call as always. Let's go on out to our main man, Mike in Mount Prospect. Mike, what's going hey. on, bud? 
Hey, Jeff, I got two quick ones for you. So many injuries. I just lost Waller, too. So uh, I need a WR, full PPR, Brandon Cook, Russell Gage, or I could pick up Amon Ross, St. Brown of Detroit. Sure. I need uh, one of those. Yeah, I like like of those options, I like Cooks the most. Uh, yeah. You know, I gauge is gauge is, yeah. yeah, he's okay. somewhat interesting, but for me, I think as I just laid out, Mike, I think Cooks is still going to be um, the apple of Davis's Mill, Davis Mills' <laughs> eye, if you will. Gotcha. Then I got a quick one on I need a, a, a tight end. Uh, Gerald Everett, Seattle, at Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Font uh, at home versus Detroit. And I can pick up Austin Hooper, Cleveland, at ver, at uh, at home versus Baltimore. Has got the third uh, most points given up to tight ends. Baltimore has. So yeah, yeah, those. yeah. Those are one of those things, though, too, Mike. That I I never I I honestly don't put much stock in positional, um, you know, defense. It's just it's too inconsistent for like like if like if. I'm trying to like George Kittle going off last week against Seattle completely skews that one you know stat. Yes, so all yes, it takes yes. is one or two big weeks, especially at the tight end position, for that stat to be completely skewed. And so I don't really look at that. I think um so I I think I would still use even though I just talked about not loving Seattle, I would still use Gerald Everett. And no, he okay. did not have the best he did not have the best game last week, but I think he's the most consistent option in the in the passing game of your of the guys you laid out there. Do you like him better than Fant then, or Fant, or whatever you pronounce it? I do because okay. you know what I don't. I, what again, Bridgewater, like you know, he's yeah. not consistent by any yeah. means. And and that's a game where I'm concerned. Like I said at the top, I'm concerned that all of a sudden, you know, Detroit gets gets too far behind, and the Broncos are just running the clock on this game just to get it over with fairly quickly. Like I said, when you're when you start having double digit guys uh, on your roster affected. I, it's going to take its toll um, on the Lions, and then they're on the road to boot. So it's it's not it's not a good setup for them. And again, I think that could be it. the only thing I do like in that game is uh, the running backs. And and honestly, when I said backs, I guess I mean primarily just Javante Williams, even if Gordon plays, because I think they could have a big lead. And uh, like I said, be running that clock just to get it over with faster. Let's go to Romeoville. Say good morning to Tom. Hey Tom, what's going on? Hey, good morning, brother. How you doing, man? Doing well. I got a I got a wide receiver question. I got Brandon Ayuk. It's full point PPR. Brandon Ayuk, Russell Gage, but I also have Cordell Patterson in my lineup. You know, Russell Gage and Patterson in the same lineup. But I also could pick yeah. up Allen Robinson or Tyler Boyd. Ooh. Ooh. Um, you know, I think I uh believe it or not, with him back and with Justin Fields under center, I think I would uh, go with A Rob. I like Ayuk a little bit, but you know, I was hoping he'd do a little bit more last week with uh, the opportunity to shine without Debo. And he, you know, he had a big drop in that game that would have actually helped his day quite a bit. In PPR, I think Allen Robinson, even though he hasn't um, hasn't had, he certainly hasn't had, he's had less than the greatest year. He's had a very disappointing year. I think I would use a- Allen Robinson above those options. Yeah, and I don't want to mix too many Falcons on your roster. That seems like a recipe for disaster. So avoid Gage. I'd go with Robinson, Tom. Awesome. Thanks for the, thank you for the call, man. Let's head on out to Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, a regular. Hey, Dave, what's going on, bud? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Hey, before I ask you my question, have you heard any news on Mixon? It sounds like he's going to be a go. Um, I didn't even mention him at the top because it's everything I've read says he's going to be available and active. So keep Mixon locked into your lineup, Dave. 
Okay. I uh, I got a PPR question here. I need one of three, and then I want to ask you a quick quarterback one. Um, I need one of these three, Cooper, Mooney, or Michelle this week. All right. And it's a PPR, you said? Yeah. All right. I think I personally would use Sony Michelle. I think Cooper's a little bit safer, like like I said, because I laid out the event. I am you, right. know, you just have to be on your, you know, on your P's and Q's about the possibility of Michelle being placed on COVID simply because he's a close contact with Daryl Henderson. Now, you know, I know that's completely speculative, but I've seen it too often where position groups you see it time and time again. One guy goes on the COVID list one day, the very next day you know, the guy from the, the same position group has. So that's my one concern with Michelle, Dave. If, if, you know, I would, I think I would roll the dice with Michelle, but if you want to be just a little bit safer, I don't think Cooper's a bad choice at all in a PPR. Uh, so, I, I, I was thinking I'd put Michelle in there, and then if I have to take him out later in the day today, if they, something comes up, I could put Mooney in for tonight. Um, and yeah, my next like, question I think was... The, I, Here's the thing, Dave, and uh, like I think the biggest concern is that, um, like I think we would know about Michelle probably before any of the, the games today. the The question is like when they test tomorrow morning, the when the league does, you know, could he potentially? Yeah. Well, you know, could he potentially either come down with COVID or be deemed a close contact? That's where it gets a little bit dicey. You know, would you have someone to turn to? You know, is it is he in the running back? position or is it a flex it's a flex it sounds like right so uh, yeah, i guess a, would you have yeah it's a flex would you have would you have anywhere to go in the event of you, you need six points to win sony michelle's in your lineup but then you find out tomorrow morning that he's um you know he can't play for some reason because of the covid yep. issue so that that would be my one concern is you know because it's monday night i don't want to find out monday morning if i don't have someone to go to in the case of an emergency right and would you go uh, who do you like? I know I asked you this question a few weeks ago or so. Who would you like this week, Prescott or uh, Stafford? I'm still going to go with Stafford. I just, you know, the, they're the the offense the the Rams are running. I think there's like you know more opportunities for Stafford, whereas Dallas, especially against the Washington defense, which I think I mentioned this last week. You know, for whatever reason, since Chase Young has gone down, Ron Rivera has really done a nice job with Washington's defense figuring things out. They've made it tough on their opponents, so. I think uh, I would still go with uh, Stafford in a game where they're going to need to score points against Arizona to uh, win that one. So I think, you know, I like the setup for Stafford. Thanks, Jeff. No problem. Thank you, Dave. All right. Dave drops up. That's one line open. That's the only open line right now. 312-332-3776. Keep trying if you got a busy signal. We'll try and get in as many calls as we can before we wrap up here at 9. This is the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000. The Fantasy Football Show is back with the guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Yeah. 
I'm Jeff Miller, hanging out with you till 9 o'clock today as I do every Sunday morning during the football season on ESPN 1000, taking your fantasy football questions at 312-332-3776. Line's jammed right now, but keep trying if you can't get in. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Miller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. I'll do my best to answer your questions if you get them in fairly early. The closer you get to uh, noon, though, the uh, less likely I'll have an opportunity to actually go ahead and answer them. So uh, if you have a question and you can't get through on the lines, hit me up on Twitter as well. Now, I'm here to give you advice, but based on the next call I'm about to go to, I'm also here to be a bit of a therapist just to talk you out of bad decisions. And I think that's what we're going to do here with Jordan, who's in Wakanda. Jordan, I'm looking at my screen. Are you really going to ask this question, bud? I, you know, I can't believe I'm at the point where I am asking this question. But with uh, Patrick Mahomes or that really juicy matchup that Taysom Hill has with all his running ability against the Jets, uh, yeah, I, I'm at the point where what do I do? Because Mahomes has been struggling so bad from a fantasy perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, but do you remember what happened the last time the, uh, the uh, Chiefs took on the Raiders? Do you or it was, is, did that slip your mind? It, it that was, was the uh, Sunday night, the Sunday nighter, where Patrick Mahomes maybe had his one and only good game of the season. He threw for four hundred and six yards and five touchdowns. This is listen. It's not even listen. Maybe, maybe I would never do it, but maybe we could entertain the idea of using Taysom Hill if he didn't have a broken finger with a pin put in his, you know. But like. At this point, we got to, you know, he's playing all he's out. I know the Jets matchup looks really juicy, and I think it's certainly possible. I'll admit, sure, maybe Taysom Hill runs for 150 yards and a couple of scores, and he does outpoint Patrick Mahomes today. But I'm sorry, I cannot live with myself if Patrick Mahomes goes off and you benched him for uh, Taysom Hill. It's just, I won't allow it to happen to me in fantasy football. So, Jordan, I implore you, don't use Taysom Hill over Patrick Mahomes today. And and if if Taysom Hill has more more points than Patrick Mahomes, just tell yourself it's okay. The process was correct to use Mahomes over Taysom Hill. All right, look, I, I already made the playoffs, so if if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'll do it. I'll go with your recommendation. I, I will use Mahomes. I'm just saying, like you can live with yourself for losing with a bad good day for Mahomes. If you start Taysom Hill over Mahomes and then you lose. You'll just, it's one of those ones where you'll be kicking yourself, you know, for the entire, uh, until you used to have your next draft in August. For sure. For sure. All right. All right. You got it, Thank- Jeff. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go on out to Ron, who's in Schaumburg. Ronnie, what's going on, man? Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Uh, uh, well, got a quarterback question. Got, got three, need one. Uh, Cam Newton, Taysom Hill, and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy, it's tough because we just don't know what, you know, what the real how healthy is Russell Wilson. You know, it feels like at times he can throw the ball fine and it doesn't completely it doesn't really affect him, but there are there have been plenty of balls where he's airmailing his receivers, he's not on target, so it's tough to trust him. I'm not trusting Cam Newton, that's for sure. Um I guess Ron, I would still use Russell Wilson, but if you wanted to go with Taysom Hill, I could understand it. I just a finger injury though scares me with Taysom Hill. He already struggles to be a consistent passer. Um, but if you know what, I think the opportunity against the Jets to get up and run the ball is is a possibility there. But with Kamara back, I don't know if Taysom Hill is going to be you know if 
I don't think Sean Payton's going to have to go deep into the playbook to utilize Taysom Hill as a runner. And with that finger injury, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he leans more on Kamara and his running game. Um, so I would go with Russell Wilson, Ron. Okay, thanks. All right. Sorry, I know it doesn't feel great right now, but I just uh, I, I, I have a hard time recommending Taysom Hill if it's like not a two-quarterback league. Let's try Nathan, who's in Burbank. Nate, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my I had pleasure. a question. Uh, thanks. Uh, I need uh, three. It's a flex, uh, and you may have answered it regarding the Sony situation. I have uh, Chubb, Sony Michael, my, uh, David Montgomery, Cordero Patterson. I need three. Yeah, so you know what, uh, Nathan? I, I would go Chubb, Montgomery, and Patterson. Um, now, Michelle's got a pretty nice matchup, and without Henderson, you know, I think, you know, it looks it looks tasty. But as I've been warning, I would just hate to tell you to go ahead and start Michelle, and then we find out that he's in COVID protocol because, again, his, you know, Daryl Henderson, who's in his position group. I'm always worried about guys in the uh, position room, meeting room, all of a sudden, you know, because they're deemed a close contact. So even though it sets up and looks like Michelle should be the featured back, you've got three guys who we know are going to play today and they're already the right. feature back of their team. So I chub Montgomery and Patterson and don't think twice. Okay, because I'm in your situation. I'm like you're I'm like you're leading. If he doesn't go, I literally have no one else. Exactly. And and and, and it's like 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 again, it's completely speculative, but we've seen it happen enough. You know, we saw it happen to Mike Williams earlier in the week where he was placed in the COVID protocol. And fortunately for the Chargers, and you know, I mean you hate to say fortunately when someone tests positive for COVID, but Keenan Allen tests early in the week, but it's early enough in the week where Mike Williams is able to fill enough negative tests where they're able to take him out of protocol on game day. For Sony Michelle, it could arise where we find out, oh, wait, no, he's not going to have enough time to, you know. And so I, I'm just, when you have three good options, I would not even chance it. I would just roll with those guys. Terrific. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Appreciate the call. Let's try Scott, who's in Maryville. Hey, Scott, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, how you doing? Great show as always. Um, I got a question that's sort of, I want to be the guy sometimes to catch a guy before he explodes. And I see uh, out in the uh, free agency, they got Sterling Shepard, who looks like he's playing. And I got Jerry Mm -hmm. Judy. And uh, would I be foolish? Am I overthinking this to maybe go and get Shepard anticipating the next couple weeks? uh, He'll produce, because with Jerry Judy, I just don't feel like I'm going to get that big game. And I like yeah, you know, that. Well, I'm sorry. I like Shepard when he plays because he, when he plays, he has a pretty good floor and he can get a good ceiling. Sh- but am I over? Sure, but I, he's banged up. Well, I think I think a little bit only because uh, Kenny Galladay is expected to return for the Giants, and so you know, okay, even no. though you're right, Shepard's expected too. But it's one of what. Well, listen, Mike Glennon's starting right now. Um. So that's not great. You know what I mean? For the situation. I don't know when uh, Daniel yeah. Jones, you know, when he'll return. So I think in Judy's got the opportunity here where, you know, he's more talented than Sterling Shepard. He, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a path where Judy could, you know, if, if Teddy Bridgewater can give us any, any type of consistency, Judy could, could work his way into your lineup. So I, I appreciate the thought process, Scott. It's just with Sterling Shepard. I don't think that's an offense you really want to mess around with if you don't have to. And I'm so glad, I think I'm it's. Glad, I'm glad listening to that because the, the more you're talking, the more I'm thinking. Now that that would be a dumb move. Stick with Judy. I, 
I'm glad to hear that. Sometimes yeah. you need that extra voice. So appreciate it. That's what I'm that's what I'm here for, Scott. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it as always. Let's try Greg, who's in Wheaton. Hey Greg. Hey, what's up, Jeff? So I think you've answered my question. You uh hurt my fears there, but so I have five running backs and I need two running backs and a flex. I got Sony Michelle, who you've talked about twice already this morning. Edward Solaire, <laughs> yeah. Fournette. Aaron Jones and Kareem Hunt. So I need to start three of those five. I'm guessing I'm going to take uh, Michelle out of that flex spot after all. I mean, you know, I, it's listen, I, again, I hate to be, I hate to talk to you about He's not in COVID protocol. I'm just like, it's one of those things where because of where their game's at, uh, you know, if you're in a good position, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more risk adverse, especially like when you hear the names that you have to choose from Greg, I'll, I'll admit Michelle would be one of the three that I would recommend if the, if Daryl, you know, if, if, if Henderson were out and it wasn't because of COVID, right? But yeah. um, in that scenario, I'm still using Fournette. I don't think you can put him on the bench at this stage because of the way the Bucks offense rolls, and he's just such a focal point. So you got to – Fournette's locked and loaded for me every week. And then I think, you know, I'd go Aaron Jones and Kareem eh, – you know – Aaron Jones and probably uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'm thinking it through, and you know, just uh, I he's been since he's come back, he's been their lead back, and you know, against the Raiders, as I've talked about, they had a lot of success a couple weeks ago on Sunday Night Football. So I think I would go with Edwards-Alaire and hope he uh, hope he gets a short bunny for you, um, and you know, just uh, not, not even worry about Sony Michelle tomorrow night. All right, thanks for the help. I appreciate it. No problem. Good luck to you, Greg. Greg drops off, leaves the line open for you. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go. Last chance. Get in quickly here on ESPN 1000. This hour is brought to you by Northwestern Basketball, Chicago's Big Ten team. Coach Collins and the Cats host NJIT. Hey, the Highlanders. Today, set for a 3 p.m. Buy tickets now at nusports.com. If you're tight end in or out, don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000. I am Jeff Meller, wrapping things up here for the next 10 minutes. Again, here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Make sure you wake up with me and help us set your fantasy football lineup. I'll be here throughout the fantasy football playoffs for you as well. So uh, hopefully we get you in today. If your playoffs start next week, maybe they're starting today. That's, uh, you know, not sure what uh, your situation is, but uh, hopefully we can get you in today. And, of course, we uh, are going to be here until the end of the fantasy football season. So make sure, again, you make it uh, your destination every Sunday morning. Let's uh, get on out to TJ, who's in Morris. Hey, TJ. What's up, bud? Hey, guys. Good morning. All right. Um, the waiver, the, the bye week really messed me up. So now I'm stuck with only Mike Davis and Nick Chubb. So obviously I can trade Mike Davis on the waiver wire for either both running backs on Detroit, either one of the all three running backs on Buffalo, James Hasty or Rashad Penny. Okay, 
You know what? Just one. The only option. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think I would use – I would drop Davis because I know he scored a touchdown last mm-hmm. week, but, you know, I don't feel good about him. Yeah. He's he's definitely uh, not really the featured Matt guy Peter. there. No, you know what? So, TJ, I would go actually uh, – Penny. Um, I like the way he ran last week, and, you know, I do think that Pete, Kimmer- Pete Carroll is always committed to the run, and so I think I would mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, use Penny. He looked – he looked feisty last I week, um, and I I wouldn't be of all the guys you gave me, you know, I he's yeah. the one who is uh, who popped for me a little bit when you when you listed their names, like where I wouldn't be completely like, you know, oh, so I, I I would go with Penny. I got you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, no problem. Thank you, TJ. Appreciate the call as always. Let's try Lou, who's been hanging out for a little bit. Nell Grove. Hey, Lou, you're on ESPN 1000, well, my man. Hey, morning, Jeff. How's it going? I got a quarterback question. And uh, quick flex. So I got either uh, Taysom Hill or Aaron Rodgers. And then for the oh, flex, okay, I, let's go, Lou. Aaron Rodgers. I, I know, I know. I heard the Mahomes thing earlier, and but, but okay, go ahead. No, no, no. That so. And then uh, your second one was a PPR. Um, was it James yeah. Robbins? James Robinson yeah. or Jarvis Landry? Correct. You know, because oh, I've plugged in Michelle already at at the running back. So now that you've said the things about Michelle, I'm kind of nervous about that. But okay, so listen, Lou, this is where I'm just trying to give people the most information and how I'm thinking it through. I still though right. would use like in your situation, none of those guys is like I think I'm still using Sony Michelle and just crossing my fingers. Um, okay. But if if and then if it comes down to Robinson versus Landry, I would use Robinson. I think when Trevor Lawrence speaks up. Um, mm-hmm. you know, during the week, I I think it should mean something. So I'm going to hope that uh, him sending, send, trying to send a message to his franchise will mean something here. So I would use James Robinson over Landry at this point, because I just, the Browns and Baker, they, they're struggling in the passing game right now. Okay. All right. Thank you for the call, Lou. Sorry, we got to keep rolling, folks. want to get as many people in as I can here. Let's try James, who's in Norwood Park. Hey, James. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Well, uh, okay, I got a half-point PPR, and I want to know if I should start either Matt Stafford or Russell Wilson, and also for the flex spot, Devontae Freeman or A.J. Dillon. Uh, you know what? I, this one's pretty clear-cut for me, James. I'd use Stafford and Dillon. I just uh, – and it's not even really a question. you know. And I always preface my advice to people by saying, listen, I can't predict the future. I may not be able to give you – I may give you the wrong guy who doesn't score as many points this week, but it's for me, it's generally about process, the better player, whoever's more, you know, talented as a runner, that's who I, or, or a receiver. If I can use those guys, if it's close, I'm going to. And um, in your situation, I like uh, Dylan and, you know, come on, Rogers, of course, let's tr- or Stafford in your situation. Uh, Rogers was the previous caller. Let's try Ed. Who's on the West side, Eddie, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff? Thank you uh, for taking my call this morning. Uh, so I got two questions. Um, the first question is at running back um, is, is rough. Um, I'm trying to figure out between uh, Jeff Wilson, Dante Freeman, and Penny. And then the second question is I need uh, two of three. I think you actually just answered me on Twitter, but uh, I'm looking between uh, Gallup, Mooney, and uh, Julio Jones. Yes, yes. I, I hit you up on Twitter, Mooney and Gallup. Give me the running backs again, Ed. Um, Jeff Wilson, uh, Dante Freeman, and um, Rashard Penny. Um, 
So I think I would use Penny. Um, you know, this one's a little bit of me kind of like of, after watching the way Seattle used him, he ran well last week. And so I have to admit that, you know, Alex Collins is in the mix, but I like the way Penny ran last week. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the lead back this week. Um, and Jeff Wilson, I just, I don't know because I, I Debo Samuel back, you know, the 49ers are so hard to trust. So I think I would use Penny in that situation, Ed. Let's run out to Mike, who, I'm sorry, not Mike. Let's try Dan, who's in Arlington. Danny, what's going on, Hey, Mike? what's going on, Jeff? Uh, so I think you answered my question about uh, Devonta Freeman and A.J. Dillon for, Dillon for the flex. But for wide yep. receiver, too, uh, I need to know if it's Mark Hesveldez-Scantling or if I go with Gallup. All right, so that's a, that's a for me it's a more of a boomer bust play. I think Gallup's a little more consistent, Dan. If you are if you feel like you're a big underdog and you need the home run threat, I might go with MVS. But Gallup for me is the safer play. So it kind it kind of depends on your matchup, Dan. Um, you're not assuming you're not playing like Dak or Rogers or against them. Um, I think I personally would probably I think I'd probably go for the upside with the MVS this week. Um, maybe mostly because of the bear secondary, if you know what I mean. So um, yeah, I think I, I'd, I I'd personally get a long touchdown and uh, hopefully I, I, I think that's what you're there. crossing your fingers and hoping for, but uh, that's probably the way I would go on that one, Dan. And uh, speaking of the bears and Packers, we've got ourselves a live pregame show at points, bet Sportsbook in Crestwood today, folks go on out and say hello to Chris black and Adam Abdallah. They're giving uh, you a special edition of the points, bet pregame show. I am in Tampa, Florida for my son's soccer tournament, so I will not be able to be there today, but go on out and meet Chris Black and Adam Abdallah as they get you set for Bears and Packers tonight at Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Say hello there, there from 5 to 7. Of course, Freddie Hubner will have your post game today, as always. So we've got you covered for Bears and Packers today, as always. Thanks to my man, main man, Tyler Aki for uh, holding down the fort back of the shop today. Thanks for listening as always, folks. This has been the Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks.